0: Hello, and welcome to ICI Digs Deep, sponsored by Terracon Consultants, Inc. Today, Dan Osborne recaps the spring ICI-NDOT statewide joint cooperative committee meeting. All right, Dan, we are fresh off the ICI-NDOT statewide joint cooperative committee meeting. You want to give us a recap of what happened today?
1: I would, Sarah. Thank you very much. So yes, today, June 2nd, 2021, we held our first statewide meeting this morning for this year. We had about 100 and some folks sign up. We had about 64 on the call. We started off the meeting with some opening announcements from Deputy Commissioner Roland Fagan and uh, our President Richard Hedgecock. Roland announced that the state of Indiana government is back open for in-person collaboration meetings. Some folks are even headed back to central office and the district's offices on a daily basis. NDOT administration uh, is continuing to review federal stimulus funds and allowable uses, so we're ready to go when when we do receive those funds in the near future, hopefully. Mr. Hedgecock stated that ICI and NDOT plan to set up legislator meetings this summer to review the Indiana transportation funding needs for our 2017 legislation that was passed. And with those meetings, they're also gonna try to get legislators out on job sites. So, as we do with all our joint co-op meetings, we start with work zone safety. ICI and NDOT continue to work together alongside uh, Indiana State Police, Purdue, and others to improve work zone safety within the governor's task force. It's a high-level group that's focused on mostly interstate issues, queuing of traffic, crashes, high-speed work zone intrusions, things like that. Purdue has recently presented a study of hard braking incidents. They have gathered the data via vehicle manufacturers' telemetry or communication devices. And this study has has led to decreased crashes among motorists and trucks leading into the work zones. Richard Hedgecock also offered information about a study that Purdue has been approved to do, which is automated speed enforcement and selected work zones coming up soon. Jeremy Hunter, NDOT Director of Design, provided a list of objectives for a recent design memorandum that was published in 21. The objectives included tools for designers, for maintenance of traffic and work zone safety, standardized guidance, lane taper guidance, and it also was meant to urge more analytical approach to MOT design, so not just cookie cutter. That's simply the way I would put it. Mm -hmm. He also mentioned wanting to urge more collaboration between stakeholders to ensure that the MOT is a practical design. So making sure to get feedback from contractors and other designers that have experience to make sure what is in the plans and the contract is actually constructible and will perform as expected. Mm-hmm. I know one of the big challenges, he said, for maintenance of traffic is the variability of the motorist. They have a lot of options, so and they have a lot of technology at hand. So predicting what they'll do is becoming harder to do, but the technology that we have is reacting also to make things better. Corey Bob with Milestone made a comment after Jeremy Hunter's information that another aspect of design that, that industry would like to see some focus on is construction truck ingress and egress. So, where they come in and out of the lane closures areas or work zones is an important factor for safety for workers and definitely for motorists because hitting a truck would usually cause a lot more damage to a vehicle yeah. than a, The truck. So Mr. Hunter appreciated that comment and and, uh, we'll also include that in future discussions. Moving on, we talked about law enforcement officer use and work zones, and I um, reiterated the differences between the utilization of law enforcement officers on our work zones and work sites. First being the NDOT direct reimbursement and NDOT scheduled Indiana State police officers protect the queues and provide warning, proactive warnings for motorists coming into a work zone. And then there's also the reoccurring special revision, which is a revision to the contract to allow for payment for a law enforcement officer through the contract. So money going to the contractor then the contractor pays okay, for the yeah. law enforcement officer. And then a third avenue is for contractors to directly hire law enforcement officers for their own purposes to protect workers very specifically in a specific amount of time, specific locations. And that's an aspect of law enforcement officer hires that NDOT wants to discuss a little bit more because there's some minimum standards and some training that NDOT would like all law enforcement officers to have had before they operate in a a work zone. We talked a little bit about that, just to kind of clarify things. And then we talked a little bit about level two training and the expectations, which has uh, been adjusted a little bit. We received a budget update from Lindsay Quist, NDOT Managing Director of Project Delivery. This is an update that includes the, the number of projects and the value of those projects in a given fiscal year. So the next fiscal year will be 2022, starts on July 1st, 2021, and runs through June 30th of 2022. hmm uh, NDOT plans to let 523 contracts at an estimated value of $1.77 billion for fiscal year 22. And then in 23 and 24, contract numbers are 542 and 474, respectively, at a values of $1.8 and $1.775 billion. Lindsay also added on a slightly unrelated note that there has been a, an improvement for the 18 month dashboard. Through the Indiana Transportation Team effort, one of their focus topics was constructability reviews. And so there was this 18-month dashboard started up last year that gave bidders or really anybody who wanted to look at contracts that were upcoming and their associated select documents. So maybe the MOT plan or the quantities, bridge plans, things like that, they would be attached underneath a, a button. <laughs> that you could click, that would open up the documents. Well, unfortunately, when up until now, some of those buttons didn't include any documents, even though that you would lead you to believe there was documents there. Lindsay provided an update that that has been fixed, and so we should only see the button for documents when there is actually documents there.: Another update, we want to talk a little bit more about the question and answers during the bidding process, so prior to letting I want to again urge. Bidders to ask questions early, ask redundant questions. That word redundant, I think, kind of hit people a little bit wrong, but it's literally asking the same question over and over to establish a level of critical nature to that question. And one of the questions asked back from industry was, why would we have to do that? And the issue is where NDOT might not know for sure if it's a means and methods or a contractor preference, a bidder preference. Versus an actual issue with the plans or a legitimate suggestion that all bidders would think would be good. So, mm-hmm.
0: Terracon, a 100% employee-owned consulting engineering firm, provides environmental, facilities, geotechnical, and materials services with 150 offices spanning across all 50 states. Terracon is dedicated to providing quick, quality services for their clients. To learn more, give them a call at 317-273-1690. To
1: we'll talk next about some NDOT standards, one of the ongoing NDOT standards that we've been looking at with NDOT or collaborating with NDOT on is the critical path method schedule specifications. Joe Novak also provided an update that that critical path method schedule will be reviewed in June DOT Standards Committee meeting for approval. Joe Novak provided an update on a request for approval for metal barrier wall for type 2, which is opposing traffic utilization, uh, which is not currently allowed in Indiana. So at this time, a metal wall for type 2 will not be approved until further notice. One of the new topics that was introduced to the statewide joint co-op leadership is measurement and payment for temporary CZ units. A CZ unit is the end treatment for a temporary barrier wall. Um, the CZ units are paid as lineal feet of the wall instead of each. One of the issues that was brought up in the Northern Joint Co-op, those get hit a lot and so paying by linear feet can be tough. Plant growth layer spec is another aspect that we look at or another topic for today. Plant growth layer is specification has been in use since I think 2015. So the issue will, is that you'll be done with your work and that this notice of termination. And so you have to have 70% germination of some type of plant material, usually it's grass. And that's very hard to achieve depending on the time of year. So one industry representative suggested an increase or an adherence to the geotechnical investigations prior to contracts or during design development. So that would include more soil testing so that in the geotechnical report information would be would be included about the makeup of the soil going into the job. Pedestrian equipment for ADA purposes, several subcontractors that provide this equipment have expressed interest in a bigger picture understanding of the inclusion of the pedestrian ADA equipment in future jobs. When they're used sparingly, it can be difficult for the contractor to estimate and understand the requirements for each job. So that an industry plan to collaborate on trying to understand each stakeholder's perspective going forward so that we can try to collaborate on the frequency and and the amount of use going forward. So the last topic that was brought up during open forum was fog seal, which is the sealant for HMA or hot mix asphalt paving joints. There is an issue with the fog seal application rates and then it is apparently not compatible with pavement markings. That concluded the meeting, Sarah, and uh, that's all I got to say about that.
0: Sounds good. So do you have dates for the next round of joint co-op meetings?
1: Our next round of region meetings will take place this August. The Northern Region meeting will be on August 12th. The central meeting will be on August 17th, and the southern region meeting will be on the 26th.
0: All right, Dan. We'll talk again in August.
1: Thank you, Sarah.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Dan. Thank you again to our guest, Dan Osborne, as well as our sponsor, Terracon Consultants, Inc. To get in touch with Terracon, give them a call at 317-273-1690. Join us every Friday during your morning commute to hear safety talks, member spotlights, and inside information about the infrastructure and transportation construction industry. This has been ICI Digs Deep. Let's break ground together.